Yeah, I want people to show up like that at my funeral. So you get that? Well, I get it. But first, how about we just get you to have a little bit of resilience right now while you're still alive? Hey, this is Michelle Spivey, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom, and I want to welcome you to today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. So join me on the flip as we get into how to be resilient. I'll see you then. Ah, yes. While you're still alive. That is something that a lot of people don't think of until something like the unthinkable happens where someone dies or mortality is co- has, is called into question. And so that was a conversation I was having, not recently, but a little while ago. And it got me to thinking about what it takes to uh have a good turnout at a funeral. And so some friends and I got to talking and when all was said and done, it comes down to being able to be remembered, uh, be remarkable. And in order to do that, you got to have your bounce back game has got to be on point. So today I actually kind of want to get into talking about this whole thing of resilience. And the reason why I'm talking about it is because a lot of people are going to be going into a phase of uh, their uh, cyclic year where it's going to take a little bit more for them to be able to keep the shiny. And what I'm talking about is we're now in in the fall, if you're listening to this during a live, uh, well, a recent um, upload. And because of that, the days are, the daytime is growing shorter. And some people are going to get into SAD, which is, which is seasonal affective disorder, where because they don't get as much sunlight, they might have some depressive episodes uh, and the blues, the blahs, the mess. And so um, that is going to affect people whereby they can't be as sparkly as they are during the spring and summer. And so this is kind of like a wisdom smack to help us to stay on track and know that first and foremost, you got to know your patterns. And because we're getting into the fall season where things are going to transition and move close to where they die in the winter, I want you to be ready. Forewarned is forearmed. Okay, so how to be resilient. The first thing I want to say is, is with regards to resilience, it's a ability to bounce back, to uh, retain your your vibrancy, uh, your vigor, and your aliveness in a demonstrative form where you're actually being able to put action to it, okay? And so now that we've got that established, I want to talk about um, some of the things that it takes to do this. Before I get into that, I want to give a shout out to all my creators who might be out there listening to this. And even if you never listen to this, I still want to give you a shout out. And the reason why I want to do that is because just by nature of what you've chosen as your vocation, your your livelihood, or by um, your gifts and talents that you have perfected through your skills and tools, we're actually kind of sort of forced to have a career in resiliency, 
Think about what happens if we don't. If we dial it in at a performance, uh, at an exhibition, at a publishing, um, at a speech, at a song, we will quickly get feedback and possibly backlash. And so for the creatives and the people who perform, entertain, and progress the culture and humanity through the arts, through song and dance and writing and singing and acting and all that kind of stuff, um, we have to be able to be resilient and or we won't continue to be able to do what we do and expect to get paid for it. And so, like I said before, I want to just make sure at the beginning of this podcast that I give you a shout out because you do your doggone thing and you manage to make it make it flow. Uh, you can't have a bad day when you are a ballet dancer and you've got to dance on point two times because it's Sunday and you get a matinee and an evening performance or or however that works, so Saturday or Sunday or something like that. And so because of that, kudos to you. And it was because of what we have to do to show up even when you're not feeling it, I started realizing that there are some things that can be learned and some wisdoms that can be gotten. And so the first one is, and I've kind of alluded to it before, but to have a life of resiliency where you bounce back, where not too much takes you down for the count, is to have focus. And when I'm talking about focus, I am not talking about the super duper death defying focus that, you know, yogis are able to use to lower their um, heart rates and that kind of stuff. Nope. I'm really just talking about remaining true to your word of, of your why. Now, I'm going to be talking on another podcast about updating your purpose and all that kind of stuff. But for today, as we're talking about this wonderful life skill of resiliency, I want to talk about the fact that you have to have focus. And the focus is going to be on the theme. And that's easy enough. I, I didn't pick anything hard. Just have a focus on what your theme is going to be. So let me give you an example. If your theme is going to be that you are going to do XYZ or be XYZ, focus on that. And then all of the things that uh, activities and things that you have to do that fall under that, give them your best. And while you're doing this focusing and focusing on a theme, I want to give you this little tidbit that's going to save you a lot of heartache and um, a lot of confusion. And that is in order to shortcut hopscotch, get a short, you know, a back end code of this whole thing called resiliency. I want you to focus on doing within your theme, memorable things that become remarkable. Now, in the past, I have talked about uh, Dr. Jonah Berger's book, Contagious, and I've talked about six of the things that he uses to get people to spread things. And it's the book is about how to go viral. Um, but for the sake of today, I'm going to just kind of bring out a few things um, that he talks about in that book. And he talks about the relationship 
that you have with others. And part of resiliency that people forget, everybody is always concerned about how we have to show up every day, how we have to do something to make ourselves resilient and bounce back. And they forget that for every action, there is a reaction. For every right, there is a left. And so that means that for us to have true resilience, true bounce back, where we don't become obsolete, where if we die, nobody, sh- you know, we, we, we don't fear that no one shows up for our memorial service or funeral, is that you have to be memorable because being memorable is what makes you remarkable. Now, being memorable does not mean that you have to go and do some crazy antics um, to get people to look at you. It, I'm not saying that you have to come up with some clever way to do a, a pattern interrupt. No, what I'm saying is, is that you can use some of the tools and skills that we find in Dr. Jonah, Ber- Jonah Berger's book of Contagious. We find them in the uh, book Influence by Dr. Robert Cialdini and on and on and on you find these tools and that is others will help you stay resilient if you make them look good. So that's the first thing. Being remarkable means that you share things that have value to people that either make people laugh or cry make them look good for sharing it, make them appear funny for sharing it, make them appear like they're in the know. And you can do this by simple sharing on social media. Um, I was looking at a profile of someone today, just today, and uh, they started out just doing something to help themselves be accountable. And they started posting on Instagram, 2012. And um, the lady's uh, name is uh, Maisie Arias, okay? And so she's got MaisieArias.com. She's a fitness person, and her, her, her story has just become um, a phenomenal thing. And so her resilience is very evident, okay? So she gets on Instagram, and all she does is she just starts talking about how She is going to commit to getting her life, her body in order, and she's going to do it not because she's trying to lose weight, but, you know, she did say at the time she needed to, but because she is fighting against depression. She is going to do this as a therapy. So guess what? She does it. And as of this time, seven plus years later, now she has become this influencer who has a powerful bounce back story of resilience. Um, She did it again um, in um, 2017 or so like that when she was uh, newly uh, a new mother and um, had to get her body back in shape. And she took people on the journey then. And so she has quite uh, well established herself as a person who deserves to uh, be remarkable because she has made herself memorable by exposing herself to her followers and bringing them on the journey with her. And so this is an example of both the focus of your theme that I talked about as well as how to be memorable so you become remarkable. 
One of the things that's really happening now that is a pendulum swing from the other side is that no longer do people want experts. They don't want people to teach them. They don't want to be in a subservient position. What they want is the everyday Joe Blow, bloke, whatever you want to call them, running alongside them, who is exposing them to what they are doing. They want the camaraderie. We've talked about a comrade. They want the camaraderie of people who are, quote unquote, just like them, but who are daring to be vulnerable enough to open up their life and what they're doing. And so that's another thing that uh, you find in uh, part of these six steps from the book Contagious and and Dr. Cialdini's um, influence, his uh, six universal laws, you'll see this as well. And that is that uh, when you show social proof, meaning that it used to be testimonials. Nowadays, it can be before and afters. It can be where you are taking people on the journey where you can document what's going on and people can build or you build a timeline for where you started to where you are now, like this Macy um, um, Arias has done. This is how you start having a powerful resilience in your life, in your career, in who you are as a person, because you're becoming remarkable, because you're becoming memorable, okay? And the thing is, is the next thing that I want to talk about that you might not understand is that you cannot be afraid to be wrong. See, in our documenting, in our sharing, in whatever it is, one of the things that, and I keep saying one of the things, but I'm uh, I'm just going to say that what we can benefit from is the fact that vulnerability is a powerful tool to connect you uh, with your life and with other people. And people are okay with you being wrong. If they weren't, we would not have a such thing as reality TV stars now. And we all know reality stars get it wrong more so than most. And because we have gotten into this diet of quote unquote reality where things go wrong because it's supposed to be real life, we now expect that from those who walk among us who are Uh, for whatever reason, called or trying to have some kind of relevance in our great big world, okay? Okay, so let me repeat them so far. So in order to have a, a resilience to your life, to your career or whatever, the first thing is, is Outside of if you're if you're not a creative and you're forced to be able to show up and, and be on all the time, you need to find focus in a theme. Uh, Macy uh, that I've uh, highlighted today, her theme was to exercise to stave off depression. And then once she got married and um, had a baby, it was to continue to maintain her health with a baby. And so now her little girl looks like she's about two or so. You'll find the most adorable workouts where she will work out and the baby is sitting right there in her stroller or sometimes she's sitting on her mama's tummy while her mother is doing her push-ups and all of that kind of stuff. And what it is, is it is continuing to show her focus on her theme 
but it's also giving you remarkable content uh, that makes someone memorable. Okay. And as I've said before, in um, the books Contagious and Influence, one of the ways that you can do this is by documenting. And, and this is, you know, the social proof. Uh, like I said before, social proof back when Dr. Cialdini was first writing about it, he talked about testimonials, but he did include social proof as before and afters and as uh, documented, doc- documentaries and documenting the process. And that's where people are right now with how they can um, do this type of thing of becoming remarkable so that they become um, doing remarkable things so that they can become memorable. And then the next thing I talked about was don't be afraid to be wrong. And being afraid to be wrong, it gets you into that perfectionism where if you don't watch it, you'll, you won't make a move until you feel like you're expert enough to do something um, in your life. And if you wait until you're expert enough, you might wait too long. The only thing you need to do is be authentic, understand how much you're willing to share because you can't share everything. Don't do that. You do need to have some boundaries. But don't be afraid to be wrong. Don't be afraid to show when when life works and you happen to hit a wall or or something, you know, doesn't go perfectly well. That is well received in today's world. So don't do that. And the next thing is now this seems like it's common sense, but it's not because I even struggle with it. And that is don't become irrelevant. And when I talk about irrelevant, I am not talking about uh, irrelevance by way of not posting and not saying anything. No, I am talking about irrelevance by way of not contributing to society in some meaningful kind of way. Too many of us find ourselves in a rat race of just doing the the work of living. You know, we do our job, we go home, we feed ourselves, we hang out with our family, we go to bed and we do it over and over again. And on the weekends, we run errands for ourselves on Saturday and on Sunday afternoons, we hope that we can rest up, maybe watch a game or something and and try to get back in the rat race again on early Monday morning. And you look around and two or three years have happened and you've not had any type of real contribution to society. And thus you become a worker drone with no identity and you become irrelevant. So don't become irrelevant. Even though you might have the life and the existence that I just mentioned about this um, getting on, you know, getting in the rat race, you know, what does Lily, Lily Tomlin say about it? She says, the problem with the rat race is that even if you get out of it, that you're still a rat. And so to be relevant, make sure that you find a way to be more than just a drone, a rat. Make sure that you are contributing in some kind of way. Me doing this daily podcast is part of my contribution to the world in the way that I can. You might say, well, it's not all that great, but guess what? I am using the resources I have at the time I have them to do the best I can. And I'm happy with that. And I'm grateful for those who are also happy with that, who join me and listen in daily. So thank y'all for that because you're keeping me relevant 
And I'm thankful because hopefully I'm keeping you relevant when you get these wisdom smacks and you can use them in your life. Okay, so moving on. One of the other things that um, I realized with this whole resilience thing and how to have a good bounce back game is something as simple as proximity. You know, proximity, closeness. Yes, being close to things. When you sequester yourself and move away or or cocoon in your house, I should know about that. I have to make sure that I don't do that. When you put distance between yourself and the heart of the matter, the heart of the action, this is another way that you uh, stilt your growth. So you want to make your your proximity to where the liveliness is. You want to make it as close as possible. The next thing is, is you want to keep up with the times. Keep up with who is doing what. Keep up with the remarkable deeds that are happening. Um, the remarkable acts, technology, and all the other things. If you see a new currency coming, don't turn your nose up at it and say it'll never work. Take uh, sacrifice 15 minutes to go and just get a, a surface overview. E- you know, we talked about the different levels in that book by Mortimer Adler. I like I like his name uh, of how to read a book. And he talked about what is a freshman, sophomore, junior, senior level. And he talked about most people get a sophomoric understanding, which is just a surface understanding. In this case, I'm going to say it's okay for you to have a sophomoric understanding of little things like this just so that you stay in the know. Because if you don't, when it comes time, not if, when it comes time for you to get off of your tush that you've been knocked on, if you don't have any tethers, any connection to what is going on in the world, you're going to stay out of the race. You're going to stay knocked down and it's not going to be good. Okay. And so the next one is Take the time to reinvent yourself periodically. And when I say reinvent yourself, I am not talking about doing anything crazy. I'm just talking about kicking over every sacred cow of belief. The older people get, they have to be more diligent in making sure that there is flexibility in their belief systems. Because if you become too rigid, then you become too rigid. And rigidity makes you break. Rigidity takes you out of here. Rigidity is an enemy of resilience. So you want to make sure that you're willing to reinvent yourself periodically by just going through your belief systems and knocking over those sacred cows and really going through them to see where you can stretch, grow, tweak, and even change. You know, there are one of the things that helps people stay resilient and and thus keeps them youthful is their ability to embrace and um, hold contradictory ideas and truly grapple with them in a way that's new and fresh where they don't feel an obligation to hold on to a belief simply because it's been um, hanging around for a while. No, they become open. And and the more you do this, the more you go back to being remarkable and in the know and staying abreast of things and staying in proximity and having a resilience, a bounce back game to be envied. Okay. So after that, this is the thing that 
I am currently trying to learn how to do, and that is to learn how to thrive on both or all sides of an issue, Um, your state of being or an idea or an event. And what I mean by this is um, in high school, I only took one class, one debate class, but I do remember how depending on what the subject was when we were learning how to debate, uh, you would pick out of a hat what side you were going to be on. And I remember getting um, a topic that I was on the side that I didn't believe. And I was like, I, I can't do this. And my teacher pulled me aside and was like, debating and what you're learning for critical thinking and, you know, and and being logical while being in passion has nothing to do with what you currently believe, but it has everything to do with how you can advocate for any side. And in today's world, those people who have that skills training, that gift, that perfunctory, not perfunctory, but that ability to perform in that stead, they are going to always have a resilience that is far above because your bounce back game is really good when you can advocate for anyone, whether you feel for them or not. Think about the defender or the defense attorney. This is the type of personality that would use these types of skills for a living, but you can also gather them as well. So make sure that you are able to thrive on all sides of an issue, a state of being, an event, or even an ideology. And then, um, gosh, my time is going, but you know, hey, we're going to make it work. We're going to do what we, we need to do. Learn how to hold opposing thoughts at the same time. Uh, This is attributed to Einstein uh, as a mark of genius. And I'm just going to say that holding opposing thoughts at the same time is part of that advocating, part of what I learned in debate class and um, looking for, first and foremost, the common threads and then looking at the different ends of the same, I mean, the different sides of the same coin to understand how people fare and feel um, about different issues. And when you can do this, when you can... um, vacillate back and forth between two different or or many different ideas and show respect for each one of them, that is going to continue to build the synapses in your brain that help you to come up with unique ways to rebound when you get knocked down, um, to bounce back when things are are going wrong. Um, At this current time, there are murmurs of recession, and I'm just going to go on and say it. The reason why I'm talking about this skill is because only those who have a resilience to them are going to be okay if a recession does come. And I'm not just talking about a financial recession. I'm talking about a recession in any and every area of your life because a recession is simply a contraction or a correction. When you expand too much, there has to be a contraction. You can't constantly breathe in. You have to breathe out as well. And so a recession is kind of like just expelling all the used up air that uh, you took in. So your resilience game needs to be on point. And then um, embrace 
the habit of giving your best every day like any other master of their life would. That is so hard. I'm not going to even lie. It is hard because I have many days where I'm like, oh, please, just let me make it through. And I have to remember that every day we get to have that day instead of we have to go through that day. And just by that simple little tweak of gratitude, it helps me to realign myself um, with what is the best that I can do. And I'm going to tell you that there are many things about you that you don't know, but you will learn if you just go through these things that I've asked you to do to build a resiliency, a bounce back, a adaptability, because that's kind of what this is. It's not kind of, it is. Um, When I've talked about the adaptability quotient in previous podcasts, this is going to help you because the adaptability quotient is all about how fast is your bounce back game? How fast can you reorient yourself when the whole world and all the rules have changed? And so being able to have a quick resiliency is going to help you. So in the last few minutes that I have, let me go on and recap what we talked about today. And so we talked about how to be resilient, how to have a bounce back, how to re, um, recoup, uh, reset, and, and come back online when you get knocked down. And so the first thing I want you to do is to focus, have a theme you focus on. Be remarkable so that you become memorable by helping others and thus they will help you. And don't forget uh, to, uh, I mean, don't become irrelevant. Uh, Stay close. Keep in the know. Keep up with the times, technologies, what's happening, remarkable uh, deeds, events, and and, uh, acts. And then don't be afraid to be wrong. No, don't be afraid to be wrong. Reinvent yourself periodically. Learn how to thrive on all sides of an argument, an event, or an ideology. And also learn how to hold opposing thoughts uh, at the same time. And of course, embrace the habit of giving your best every day like any other master of their life would. And guess what? Yep, my time is up. I do want to thank you for yours. This has been Michelle Spiva, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom with another podcast of Wisdom Smack. Don't forget to use our Amazon link. You can find it in the show notes. Bye. And that's going to do it for today's podcast of Wisdom Smack with Michelle Spiva. If you like this podcast, please help us get the word out. Like, comment, subscribe, and even share. And if you really like it, please help us continue to get the word out by considering using this show's link for Amazon. So when you want to go to Amazon and you do all of your general shopping, uh, please use michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ. It's simple as that. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And this show might receive a little bit of commission that will go towards helping to further get these episodes out to you and to others. So thank you so much for listening. This has been Michelle Spiva with Wisdom Smack. Bye.